Go ahead. Oh, hold on. Somebody needs chips. Oh, no problem. Oh, okay. Hang on. Ugh. Okay. All right. There we go. Okay. Now I want chips. You gonna bring me some? Well, I no, no. <laughs> <laughs> All okay. Well, I mean, he, at least he's very decent about it. He comes in and said, "I eat chips in a plate." Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Okay, so uh, the the potential topics thing was very uh, weak this week. <laughs> I'll say. I was looking at it and I was just like, oh God, what the fuck are we going to talk about? There, there were only like four things added. Um, uh, and we didn't, well, we, we didn't even like insert, like, you know, Biden went to Ukraine. That's right? on there. The second bullet is Biden Kiev trip. Jesus Christ. And that, and that, that includes that already. Good God. <laughs> we basically got the Ukraine, you know, aside from the movie I added, we got, um, uh, the the Trump grand jury stuff because the the foreman started talking about stuff blah blah blah. Uh, we got the Biden Kiev trip. We've got the Ukraine anniversary, and what the fuck else happened this week? I don't know. It was a really slow freaking week. We could. Uh, I, I mean, I f- the, the Ukraine is is worthy of a thing. It's the anniversary. Biden did. It's the trip. anniversary, right? So let's do, let's do, let's do, okay, let's do a but first. Ukraine. Yeah. Let, okay. Let's okay. Do, but, but, but first, yeah. Ukraine. Yeah. Cause we haven't done like proper, but first, cause we've just used them as part of random, but. I mean, well, I mean, yeah, we talked I about, I don't know. We talked about things that were, but first, but we didn't call it a, but first we just, you know, chose topics that happened to be there. <sighs> um, Oh, uh, I, I don't, I don't know. Um, I mean, talk about Ukraine there's, and there's more Twitter crap, but we've talked that to death. Uh, he's just continuing to do the crap he does. Um, I mean, we've talked about him not paying his bills. Yeah. Yeah. We've talked about him not paying the bills, making stupid now, decisions he and slack. Yeah. Yeah. So like what's new? Um, wait, yeah, it's, I mean, right before this, I, I looked over Google News. I looked over the New York Times. I was just flipping through Mastodon, looking for other things to to, to talk about. I didn't really see anything that grabbed me. Um, the, there was that stupid murder trial, but like I didn't. I have not really followed that, and I'm like, it's just. I, I, mean, I it's listen. Bad, there's but, not much to say about it. Yeah, I, I, mean, just I, like, I, I I went and I actually tried to to like. You know, my, my and understand what's going on, and uh, as far as I can tell, I, I mean, I can't even like understand. Okay, Here, how is the prosecution proving? Yeah, here's the thing: their case. Nobody says anything. I don't know. The bottom line to me is, it's a murder case. It's horrible that people were murdered, but it doesn't have any. Like, well, there's no national implications. Yeah, there there's no national time. or international implications. It's not like it's. It's not like know, it's the first time. To, it's not like it's. It, this isn't the first time this kind of shit has happened. Right. Where you've had like a husband go, you know, and, and I mean, and it's murder. unfortunate, but husbands kill their wives and kids all the time. Unfortunately, it's it's sick. But oh my god, just, I don't. Yes, so sick. I mean. Just, 
it is the it's the single most common cause of murder actually is domestic violence so uh anyway uh, anyway uh we got a but first we got a ukraine what do you you want to do some media like do you I, i mean we've we do have other things on here that are a little bit older like Okay, we got some Mastodon we stuff. Got we got divorce. RSS. We got the, yeah, the national divorce. Where I thought I added that to the stupid list. It, it well, it's on the uh, show topics. Oh, okay. Oh. I I missed it when copy and pasting it to the place I actually use during the shows. Hold on, let me grab it from. How about we talk about the national divorce? There you go. What the hell? There we go. Okay, that's so that was invasion of the national divorce. There you go. That's it. But first. There's your show. Okay. Uh, I mean, I want to fucking divorce, get 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 away of Marjorie Taylor Green. I mean, can we. I, I I would love nothing more than just you know. Okay. Okay. Let's go. Let's go. Are we ready? Yes. <laughs> sort of. Welcome to Curmudgeon's Corner for Saturday, February 25th, 2023. It is 3.31 UTC as we are starting to record. I am Sam Minter and Yvonne Bo is here. Hello, Yvonne. Hello. And look, this time. Yes. I did proactively look for the mute button. I I, I, I assure you all, it's not a bit or something. I, I, I just... You know, we you know, and podcast I, I, once a week. Okay, this, this time I thought about like, hey, I'll just leave him unmuted through the thing, and if he makes like noise that he shouldn't during the intro or whatever, I, I'll just edit it out. Because like, no, no, I'm, no, but this time, because I am once again like editing in such a way that I keep the multiple tracks till the end, so I can do that. Like for a while, I was trying to do it like boom straight out of our recording software without like separating the tracks and stuff i am once again doing it multi-track so i guess i could just solve this problem by not muting you and then if you start just like sneezing or something during the intro i just edited it out well i i went and i reached and i got the mute button handy i i I, what i just want to make sure people I, I no the thing is okay but sometimes as we starting the show i'm trying to get some stuff organized looking at some stuff okay we're going to talk you, about you mean you made sure that window was up front and your mouse well, was near it right well i moved the window over and then i'm looking at some other stuff and then maybe the window goes and pops back and uh-huh. put it back okay and then you know we start the show and then i'm like oh fuck window I, damn it i understand anyway the agenda today um <coughs> As I cough. Yes, and, and, I, and I will probably have left like some of our discussion of the agenda in the cold open. But I, for those of you who didn't figure it out, we're going to do a but first. We're going to talk about Ukraine, and we're going to talk about MGT's comments about a national divorce and you know how that idea kind of works out, I guess, and stuff. So that's the yeah. plan. 
So I guess we'll do a but first, 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 first. Um, and uh, you go, Yvonne. Because I always uh, make people first. Uh, uh, oh, God. Well, usually. Uh, and you have nothing for this, too. Right? I mean, <laughs> uh, well... Uh, I mean, I, I have a few things that have been going on. Is, are um, any of them actually interesting for people listening to the show? Well, okay. So I'll talk about, I think this is interesting. Because sometimes you show. pick things nope. and then you go on for like 30 minutes and it's like, really? We just got rid of all our listeners. <laughs> you know, apparently, you know, as much as we sometimes think of that. Okay, I know, you know some somehow, people have given us feedback that they actually like that part. So Yes, okay. indeed. And not just that, that, that we have more listeners. You know, we keep finding listeners we didn't know were listening. Okay. All right. That's true. So this is you know, um, so, um, I, I will, we decided at home to early get rid of my wife's car. Okay. Okay. Um, and by early, you mean it's not like having problems. Well, well, yeah, well, there was, there was something annoying that's happening with the car. Okay. Okay. That's not but it's, major. It's lease is not up. The le- well, the thing is, the lease will be up soon. Okay. okay. All right. It, 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 it's it, it was due like in August, so it's less than six months to the lease end. Um, but the one thing is that um, used car values being what they are, the the value of the car over what the lease payoff is, is way higher, okay? Which is not that normal, okay? okay? Um, historically, uh, you know, I mean, um, I, I will say that uh, about three or four years ago, we did get rid of, uh, we had a Volkswagen SUV, and we did, when we finished that lease, we actually... Pleasantly surprised, got a check from the leasing company um, afterwards because when they uh, Volkswagen credit sent it to auction, they got a lot more money than they expected. Mm. And they actually wrote us a check for that, which I didn't expect because I don't recall that the lease terms call for that. But all of a sudden I opened the mail and lo and behold, there was a check. And I'm like, and it said, um, you know, uh, something related to, you know, lease auction proceeds, whatever. And I got money. I'm like, I'm not going to complain. You know, I, I took the money, of course. Um, and so um, now, you know, we leased this car in 2019. I tell you how ugh, used car values are so in a weird uh, place. Okay. I looked up and the estimated what the leasing company, which is Honda in this case, because uh, my wife decided to get a Honda this time. Uh, what they estimated was the val the, the percentage depreciation over four years in that car was about sixty percent. Okay, that the car at the end of the lease, mm-hmm. you know, would only be worth forty percent of the initial value. Okay. The currently, uh, according to what the the offers that I've gotten, okay, and I validated one with CarMax, 
It's worth 75% of the original value. Abby, a lot more than 40. Way more. Okay. So what that means is that the car has tons of equity. Okay. Um, and so it makes getting another car. I mean, if we just roll over whatever the equity is, whatever the payment on the new vehicle will be is going to be substantially smaller because I'm just, you know, I, I, I mean, I, I mean, I'm just basically I'm making a big town payment, but I'm not making a big town payment. I'm just taking, you know, whatever here. I'm just rolling this over, just sending it into the other one, whatever. It's, it's. I mean, the thing is that there were some inconvenient issues right now with a vehicle um, that, yeah, you know, look, we already have to, we have to get a new car soon. Yeah, the lease mm-hmm. is going to be up pretty soon. And so um one car dealer had been calling and harassing us, the one that we purchased the vehicle from to go and like talk to them. I actually got pissed off and told him stop fucking calling me. I'm not interested in a fucking car right now. I'm too busy for this shit. Um but then there were some we we realized that there were a couple of reasons why it probably made sense to change the car. Now we had been looking at a few different options. Okay. Um, and my wife decided that, uh, right now she had looked at the electric cars. We still don't have our charging station here. She's still a little bit worried about charging the vehicle. So she wanted to go with another hybrid. Okay. That's what she decided. All right. And so, uh, we, we go and, uh, there, she has a Honda there, there, and she wants to get an SUV again, a smaller one. Okay. Now, the one thing that happened is that Honda happened to launch and they didn't have this when she bought the car then. And I think that if they did, she probably would have bought this, their compact SUV, the CRV, they launched it in a hybrid. Okay. That gets, you know, close to the fuel economy that her sedan gets, but in a more practical, uh, package. Okay. And so, um, so I'm like, all right, well, let me see if I can find, you know, one around. Okay. Um, and so this is where it still goes. This issue where, man, there are even right now, the economy, whatever, all these problems, man, Look, inventory for new cars is still tight. Mm. I mean, it's still tight. I went to try to see if anybody had the car, any dealer like near here in the color uh, that she wanted within, you know, like a few hundred miles of here. Right. Nobody had it. As opposed to like ordering the exact spec, waiting for them to build it and ship it and being on some waiting list for several months or whatever. Yeah. So I, I wanted to see if anybody had any of it in stock. So I, I try, I look, look, there's a lot of Honda dealers around. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's not like there's just one. We got, we got a whole bunch, I think probably about a dozen of them. And I looked, uh, you know, from Miami, Broward, Palm beaches, uh, all the way up to where you used to live up in Palm Bay. Mm-hmm. Nobody, not one, except one dealership. Okay. Okay. All right. That has one in the color that she wants. That's going to arrive in like 10 days. Okay. (laughs) As a matter of fact, I went and I 
I I go and um, and the thing is, it, actually, one thing that the that the that that the that they have made um useful is that I went to the Honda website and I picked what I was looking for, you know, the the car, what I'm looking for, and then yeah. it's got this finder for inventory, and it showed me it had solitary one, okay, for that color, and it, beside the colors, it would show me, hey, because she wanted a blue one, she likes blue. She mm-hmm. wants a blue truck. Okay. So I found that there is a solitary one. And I'm like, okay. So I, I go and I see. Or did you care about it. anything other than the color, like trim levels and like it, she all wanted that the high, uh, She wanted that. I wanted to get the, the top trim level and in blue. Okay. Okay. So that would, those were the only two things I wanted to get the hybrid and the top trim level and, and everything else. You were like, I don't care about any of the other options or things that you could. Well, the thing is that the top trim level has it's, all the it's options. everything. Right. Right. Well, yeah, so, so sometimes there's still options. Like, do you want like this? It actually, there were no options available at the top trim. level. Okay. Basically so, it's all, all in. Yeah, because sometimes there's things where it's like you you get the thing, but you still have choice of a couple different varieties of yes, the thing. Yes, you know? yes, yes. And and in this case, it was like you know the 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 top trim level for the CRV includes everything. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's only one thing I noticed. You know, there's a there's only one thing I noticed. It's kind of like a annoying, and and it's one of these things where, um, if you're not buying like a full luxury car, where uh, you know, which this isn't, I mean, even, you know, and, and hell it, it's honestly for what the average MSRP for a price is right now, the CRV at the top trim level is below the average MSRP of a car. It's not that expensive. It's not in, in average terms right now where car pricing is, it's not that it's not that expensive. Um, but it, it's like, I notice how they make these feature decisions where, uh, okay, great. So it's got, okay. So her current car doesn't have a memory seat for the driver right but this one does okay okay and but then uh the rear view mirror they get rid of the little like uh the thing to open the garage the garage door opener buttons oh okay yep yep i have to get rid of that and i always find that irksome i'm like why the hell but but it's i understand because look what are these things are trying to build a car to a price point and so i'm sure that some accountant is going well we included this we included this we included this well, fuck, we got to pick something to take out. Mm, right. What do we do? You know, so that's that's always the decision. I did notice that apparently you were talking about the options. Apparently it's available as an add-on aftermarket option. The mm. after, I mean, not aftermarket. Honda. Like uh, the dealer will add it. Yeah, for $250 or something. So I'm like, ah, okay, well, whatever. If we, if we, if we want that. But I realize, honestly, she doesn't really need that that much right, uh, right now. Uh, I'm, it, it used to be that she used to park the car. In our garage right now, for convenience sake, she refuses to use the garage, so I get the garage to myself, which I'm actually perfectly happy. I, you know, I, 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 you know, I'm like fine. So, so I don't think that's even really an issue. It's about the only thing that I saw that was like uh, an add-on, but it, it had, you know, uh, I don't know. They they don't have like uh, ventilated seats. That's okay. I mean, those are nice to have, but you know, whatever. She, you know, um. You know, that, that kind of stuff, but it, but it's got basically whatever all the options that they have on that vehicle. That's it. Right, right, it's right. only one trim. Uh, it's got you know, um, you know, and I called this dealer, um, and somebody, uh, and I said, hey, I I see that it says that you have this vehicle in inventory. 
do you really have it? I said, well, listen, hold on one second. Let me pass you on to the salesperson. I'll be right back. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll be right with you. I'm like, okay. So I get to the salesperson and I, and I speak to them. Hey, I'm looking for this vehicle. Do you have it? And I said, look, we had one in silver, but we already sold it. Okay. Or I'm like, well, that's a shame. Well, well, for some reason, the Honda website says that you have one in blue. And he says, well, let me check. Hold on. Ah, no, I, I see. Yes, it's a signed inventory list, but it's not here. It's in transit. That's why you're seeing it. So it's going to get here in a number of days. And I said, okay, well, great. Um, well, uh, I'm interested in that vehicle. Um, and we have this car. And the guy pretty quickly said, well, do you have the VIN number of the car you're trading in? And I'm like, sure. Text it to me. So he sends me a text. And I'm like, I texted a number. Uh, what about your social security number? Okay, here you go. This is, you know, whatever. And he says, uh, hold on. Okay, I got your car. I know what it is. Let me do some numbers and I'll call you back. I'm like, okay, well, that sounds good. So the guy called me back and had a full workup on the numbers. Look, this is the car. This is how much we can offer. This is whatnot, whatever. This is what the payment would be. This is it. Da, 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 da. I'm like, are you, you know, and the car will be here on March 10th or whatever. Um, you know, uh, if you want to, you know, it, you know, in order to finalize it, just, you know, bring the car over. We'll finish the appraisal. Make sure the number that we say is accurate. And, um, just give me a deposit to hold the the other car and we'll be set. I'm like, okay, fine. Well, this sounds good. I'm like, I asked, Hey, you know, so I asked my wife, well, what do you think? I'm like, okay. So, but the other dealer had been calling her. So they, they dragged her into the place. Okay. All right. And somehow convinced her, listen, they dragged her because they kept calling and calling. And so my wife said today, look, they called me from the dealer, whatever. I want to see what the hell they say about the car because they, they offered like, well, we're going to pay more than the Kelly blue book, whatever, blah, 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 blah. Well, she got there and they said, well, and and she had asked, Hey, I want to go test drive the car. Okay. Oh yes, we have it here. So then she gets there whatever. And by the way, this is the dealer that sold her the car mm-hmm. and they're like, uh, well, so how much does your car owe? And I'm like, what do you mean? Which is Caro? The other person, uh, based on the VIN number, because it was Honda, pulled all of that. I did, you know, and I'm like, they're asking you for this. I'm like, okay, whatever. I don't know. But, you know, so what, it, I mean, they kept asking her questions. There were the people that sold her. They should have all this info. There is no reason for her to give this info. And then, okay, well, where's the test drive? Uh, oh, oh, we can't find a car. What do you mean you can't find a car? I called you on the phone said i want to see the car and i tell you you can't find a car well we have a red one it's not a hybrid how about you take the red one that's not a hybrid i don't want a red truck and then how about how about black no i don't want black and i said listen she called me from there and i'm like what's going on listen just tell them to and then then the the worst thing is they said they would pay more than the kelly blue book for the car okay for the Mm -hmm. trade and then they then they offered her less. And they go, we guarantee we'll give you more. I'm just like, listen, just 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 just, just get out of there and just leave. Then they no uh, but this was the best. They told her that uh so I think the the traded value was like something like they offered her twenty thousand five hundred dollars. Okay, all right. Um and they said that, well, in real terms, it's really 22. And 
like, why? Well, because we have to pay the sales tax. I'm like, what? So, so this dealer had the balls to tell, which is a complete falsehood, that when they purchased a car from her as a trade, that they had to pay sales tax. Dealers don't pay sales tax, by the way. Nice. But they, they actually told her this, which I was just like, wow. And I'm like, look, the moment that she te- she texted me that they're telling her that, I said, listen. And she was like, he's like, get, listen, get the hell out of that place, like, right now. Okay, and so then she, she left and she told me, well, I have a headache. Well, that's the reason why I didn't want to go <laughs> this place. You know, car buying is still so, you know, first of all, you have this problem with inventory. They actually told her, oh, we can find you a truck like you want, the one you want. It'll take a couple of months to get here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so, and we can only guarantee it if you give us some money up front right now. Um, I mean, getting, getting a car still the one that you want is uh, a labor of certain patients, like right, right now. Um, I mean, because this wasn't really an issue, like, three or four years ago, you certainly were able to find more inventory of vehicles. But, but look, the one thing is that when, what, what the computer indicated is that the vehicle that she wanted, okay, all right, in this area, okay, which is an area with six and a half million people living, that basically there would only be one during the month of March. Right. With the with the choices that she wants. You're like, wow. One? One car. Um so I I, I have to say that uh it, it, it's a lot easier when whoever the hell at the other end A knows what you're doing and B is not trying to scam you. Okay, all right. Um and I, I, I know that you would prefer the. I mean, if you were to buy a car right now, what, what would you prefer to do? My preference is to go to the car company website. I, I'll comparison shop and look at different cars and blah blah blah, different stuff, all on the web, on from my computer. And then once I've decided, I want to go in to the car company website, configure the exact vehicle I want, and then complete a purchase process completely online from my computer and then just have them tell me when it will be here. I, I mean, I must admit that that, 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 uh, I, 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 I'm, I do I, not want I, to I, speak I, to a human. I do not want to negotiate. I do not want to do anything. Show me the fucking price. Let me configure the options I want. And it, you know, and let me see like with various options, like, okay, this, if you configure it this way, you can have it like tomorrow, but if you configure it this way, you're going to have to wait three months. Okay. Tell me that. Let me play around with the options, pick what I want, hit buy. And I know, it, the one and thing. I know it'd be more complicated because, you know, chances are I'm not paying cash. I'm going to do a loan. I'm going to, but I, I, I don't want to like. I- it, it can be, you know, it can be close to that. The The reality is that, and, and this guy that I spoke to, listen, I didn't leave the house, okay? This mm-hmm. guy worked up trade, payments, term, 
color, uh, availability, everything on uh, on the phone. The only reason that I, I we're gonna go over there is basically because they want to because we're doing a trade. And I said, listen, I think you could give me more money than what you're offering on a trade. I said, listen, I need to look at the car. Yeah, I, uh, I will. I will before I could uh, I, because I, 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 I could offer I you probably more. would at some point in that process I described want to go to a local dealer and drive something similar or at least sit. And, and that's, well, that's another thing that you would like to do. Yes, of course. I mean, you would like to go do something similar, but that's one thing that is a problem right now with, with this, that, you know, sometimes even like what you want similar is not available, it, right. which is a pain, a pain of the damn ass. Like, I don't but care. I, like if I'm, if I'm going to go sit in it to see, like, do I like the feel of sitting in it? I don't give a shit what color it is. I can deal right. with that later, but I do want to feel like I, I want to sit in the car and know, like, are the buttons where I like them to be, <laughs> you know, right. like, can I reach the cup holder in a way that's convenient to me? You know, all that kind of crap. I want to, I like, I want, you can't tell that by looking online. I will say that the seats to me are always a, a critically important thing. I mean, I, 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 it, you know, I, I've had cars that I have, uh, driven say like rental cars or other things or whatever for periods of time where you know I've been forced to be on a car that's not my preference that my my back has been just 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 dying you know okay? I, I haven't had I haven't had that particular experience but I'll tell you like back back in uh, uh er, early in this year my my car was in for some work and I had a loaner uh, uh, mm-hmm. I, I have a Subaru it was a Subaru loaner like mine mine's an Impreza but they gave me like a Forester or whatever to drive around in and fine I, I, I enjoyed the car mostly I like when like it's got some features that mine doesn't because mine's old now um, right. et cetera et cetera but I was yeah. pissed off over and over and over again by the position of the damn cup holders <laughs> now this is what not what was the problem the problem was to re it, comparison to mine like in my impreza there's two cup holders in the center console one in front mm-hmm. of the other okay um this one in order to make space for some more of the crap that they added uh to the the center console up front like electronics and blah 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 and whatever yeah. like options and buttons and blah 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 they made the cup holders side by side and pushed them further back so in order to reach them while i was driving i just i had to reach back awkwardly like it wasn't a convenient angle for me to just put my hand and grab it i had to look go to the side a little bit and the <laughs> little the little center console that you know, it has a little thing that opens up so you can put stuff in like, you know, you know it's a little box container thing that you can put crap in, in the middle, the lid to that stuck out in such a way that it would almost be bumping the cups. No, boy. you know, and th- this, that's this, annoying. This is a seemingly a minor thing, right? Like it's the fucking cup holders. This isn't yeah. like how the car operates. This isn't like the the how the controls well, are but doing. It, but I mean, you know, but but at this time, by by di- by, you know, at this age, like right now, where we are with vehicles, that's something that's expected that somebody d- designed correctly. Yeah, I mean, and maybe some people like if you if you push the if the seat was back another few inches from where I like to sit, maybe it would be a little better. I don't know. But where I like to position myself, I've got short little stubby legs. 
Um, <laughs> you know, I, so I'm usually up a little further. And so it was, it was sort of to the back and it was annoying. And it's like, you really like, I look, like at least it, it's a real look. I, I still remember, you know, now we have like every car, including German cars now have cup holders. Yeah. Look, it was I, a big thing for remember. a while, but uh, they didn't. You know, right. Cup holders. I mean, there was a, it was a long time ago where cars just didn't have. I mean, I remember holders. in my first couple of cars buying those little plastic things that you hooked onto the window. Oh, I still car. remember the ones, the one that was hilarious to me is that we had a couple of German cars like from the eighties. And the German cars, I mean, the Germans just refused to put cup holders in the car. They were just like, what the fuck, man? You're not supposed to be drinking while you're driving. You're supposed to be driving. <laughs> okay. You know, and now at it, it, one point they added what they called a cup holder. Okay. Mm-hmm. Which was just the most ridiculous thing ever, which was if you opened the glove box. Okay. <laughs> There were two little, like, uh, 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 small recessed areas that were the shape, you know, a round shape of a cup, but that was barely, like, not even half an inch of depth. Right. But they called that a cup holder. I guess if you were parked, right. it, it, it could work as a cup holder, but there was no way that you could drive the vehicle and whatever you put there wouldn't fall off. But they seriously... One of the first attempts that I saw the Mercedes into a cup holder was was that, and I was just like, and I, I, I if I remember the way I found out about this, I think I went to a car show or whatever. What they're showing me the car, where, where the, the car that my father was buying, they said, oh, we have cup holders, and I'm like, oh, let me see, and I they open a glove box, and I'm like, <laughs> I just started laughing. I'm like, are you joking? So what what am I supposed to do with that? Yeah. Anyway, my point was just like that kind of thing. Like the cup holder isn't where my arm expects it to be. And I have to like move awkwardly for it. This is the kind of stuff you you can, you can maybe in the metaverse, you can like play and like try to get inside the car or something. But no, no, this is like for that kind of stuff, you, you have to actually sit in the vehicle. Um, but, uh, but everything else, like, so, so yes, I understand. I want to go, I want to sit in something similar to what I'm going to get, but everything else, it, it, it just annoys me the whole process around it. I don't want to deal with any of that. I, I very, you know, I, I keep cars until they don't move anymore, uh, before I like think of getting a new one. Um, so I have done this very, very rarely in my life and I would like to keep it that way because it's so unpleasant and annoying. How old's your car right now? Uh, you're you're gonna make me check, okay? Like, yeah. How like, old is the car? I'm I'm looking up the insurance information, so I have the model number. See, like, unlike you, like who would probably know this right away because you care. Of course, so 2019. Yeah, you know, I I, I don't know stuff. Um. And let's see here. I'm I'm logging into my insurance to go find the card. It's loading the stuff. It is a 2012 Subaru Impreza. Oh, so you've had it a good long time. It's been 11 years. Okay. It's been 11 years. Now, it, it definitely, like, there. it needs a bunch of stuff right now, enough so that I did some in January, but uh, based on talking to the guy and what was really important and what could wait, uh, it's got a whole bunch of other stuff that I said, okay, we'll deal with that in the summer. 
So we dealt with some stuff in January. We'll do more in summer, just like a whole bunch of stuff that blah, blah, blah. And, um, and, and of course, you know, every November rats eat some of the inside, you know, but you know, that's just me. So, Okay, well, I, I try not to feed the rats. Um, <laughs> I, I, well, one thing, look, I, I will say that I personally have kept my own vehicles uh, longer. Okay, so, I, I mean, mine uh, on average, I, I mean, I've been like seven years on my cars. Uh, but but for my wife, uh, and and I will say that one of the reasons I do this is in part because you know, many times, even though it's not like right now, but you know, I I used to be gone so much. Okay, mm-hmm. I, I I I wanted to make sure that she was in a relatively new vehicle, that you know, she wasn't going to like experience like a dead battery or something or whatever that she had to worry about while I was like gone. Okay, mm-hmm. I'll make sure that it's a very recent vehicle that they've got like. If anything goes wrong that, you know, they got roadside, it's under warranty and whatever, and they could just, you know, they, they, she could just go get it taken care of, e- even if something happens. But but typically, you know, we've gotten a car that there's just, you know, it's relatively new where nothing has gone wrong for the ownership of the vehicle. I think we had like one, like, you know, one of our cars that had a a problem once and it happened to be while we were on a family trip, but it was like near the time that we normally would change the car. It, it had been right because we had bought it in 2020, 2011. And it was like, right when it was about to turn four years old, something happened. Okay. Where we wound up limping the car back home and we had to take my car, uh, to go where we were going. Uh, but, but you know, for the most part, I just don't want her to deal with that. You know, it's just, especially if I'm not here, it's stressful, whatever. It's just, I don't, right. I, 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 so, okay. So anyway, so, so I think that we all agree probably that car buying should be ni- a lot easier than it is. And there are the tools to make it so, but, but it's just, I don't know why so many car dealers refuse to just do business in a normal way. I, I, I just don't don't get it it's just you know okay okay let's let's move on all right Um, we can move on so sam what were you gonna talk about well you know it's been long enough that i'm like we can mostly skip mine i I was gonna talk about how um myself and my son went and it was it was kids day at the washington state legislature uh, oh yeah! On, on Monday, uh, on last Monday, this Monday that you, just passed, you posted you posted some pictures. Yes. I, I posted some pictures. Uh, uh, you know, my, my my son Alex was first unimpressed, and then a little bit overwhelmed by everything that was going on. But it was a lot of fun. I think uh, we you know, and this this is like uh, the second time I've uh, I've been down there uh, uh, and been able to participate. Like my my wife's first session in the state legislature was all virtual because of COVID. Now they're in person. Uh, so we got to see, like, I, we went uh, at the beginning of January, we went to her swearing-in ceremony that was all like, you know, everybody got to say the oath and like blah, 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 and all this kind of stuff. It was, uh, you know, all the ceremony. My my son and daughter and my mother actually all came and we went to that. And that was a lot of fun. This was interesting because it was like the, 
it was kids. Like, you know, everybody could bring in their relative kids. So like some, some of it were their sons and daughters, some were grandkids, some were nieces, nephews, but everybody could bring in uh, kids that were related to them. And, uh, uh, they, they got to sit on the floor while they did some, some business. Now it was sort of light business. They, um, they did a resolution about how kids day at, le- at the legislature was great. They, they did, uh, uh, but the main order of business for the day, uh, was a bill on picking a state dinosaur for the state of Washington, which is apparently an initiative that originally started from some middle school class a, a few years back, had uh, put together all kinds of information about why this particular dinosaur should be the state dinosaur and had petitioned uh, their their legislators to bring it up. And uh, so anyway, they, they did that. It was a lot of fun. It was, it was just cute. And like all the kids and, you know, the, the, this was kids of all ages from babies to teenagers. And, uh, you know, there were kids running all around the, the house floor and, you know, uh, it, it was cute. It was cute. And uh, the, the bill on the dinosaur passed in the house. Um, apparently this is like the third time it's passed in the house and it's died in the Senate. Cause apparently Those the Senate bastards, the, the Senate is like, this is not important business. Fuck the dinosaurs, you know, or whatever. So, uh, <laughs> you know, whatever. Um, and so they, they read a little message of like, we're sending a message to the Senate saying them, please take care of this, this time, this is important. Like the, the kids who originally sponsored this are now in high school and blah, blah, blah. You know, anyway, it was fun. I, yeah, I don't have much else to say about that. My, my wife is, my wife's office uh, is also, she, she decked it out nice. They, they get a certain amount of budget for setting up their offices. Um, and uh, she went and got uh uh, got her, her own furniture that she shopped around for rather than just like grabbing a generic desk desk out of the warehouse or whatever. And she set up her office uh, quite nicely, I must say. And apparently a bunch of other legislators come by just to like, you know, hang out because of how it's set up. And uh, so, uh, yeah, it, it's fun. And, and, and going down there, I'm always, um, you know, after all the kids day stuff, it started to be real business and people were coming in and out with like information and bills and stuff. And she had to sign off on this. And there was, there was some debate on some bill, which I will not talk details about where they were negotiating between what she wanted on this bill versus what the governor's office wanted on this bill. And there were other agencies that would be affected that would be involved and they were negotiating how to work out whatever. And like, we, we sort of sat there in the corner while they were having a conference call on this and sort of were working out a solution. And it, it's just, it's, it's just fun to see that sort of stuff. What about the cigars? Cigar, you know, the, the smoke filled rooms. Yes. I, I did not see a cigar. However, yes. she did text me last night. Yeah. Y- you know, Boston dynamics. Yes. You know, their little spot robot, the robot dog. Yes, 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 yes. Somebody brought one in to show uh-huh. them and she got to drive that thing around for like an hour. Oh, I thought you were going to tell me what berserk. And- <laughs> <laughs> no, but she got to, she got to play with the remote control and make the little that, robot that's, dog that's go up really, and down the stairs and go that, around. That's, the thing and- that's really damn cool. I mean, damn it. 
Damn it. Good day after for the kids' day. I mean, that would have been great. <laughs> it would have been good for the kids' day. I mean, because yeah. and she got to spend longer with it because they were bringing it in to show some committee or whatever, whatever that she was in, but she was double booked with something else, so couldn't make that meeting. So the guy who brought it in was like, uh, well, I'll come by your office afterwards to show you. Okay. So she, you got, go. she got to play with the damn robot dog. I always wanted a robot dog. You know, I always wanted one of those the Ibo eyeballs. dogs. Yep. Well. I know. There is a new version of the Ibo out, uh, that's out there. So I've heard. Yeah. And there, were, there was a whole thing with the people with the old one that was discontinued having funerals with for them when they finally died and stuff. <laughs> I don't think I'd go to that extreme. But, you know, <laughs> I probably would be sad, but. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. I. Uh, that, that's it. I, I don't have anything else, and we've been going long enough. Let's take a break. All right. And when we come back, we'll talk about Ukraine for a while. Back after this. Alex and Zoe.com. Bang Alex and Dad. Gaming videos and more. Fun Alex. Elementary school fight day. YouTube by night. AlexMZoe.com. Alexamzilla is A-L-E-X-M-X-E-L-A and dot com is period and then C-O-M. Okay, we are back. Da, 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 da. Yeah, we are back. Um, so Ukraine, uh, I guess there were two things really, and they're, they're, you know, kind of related, uh, uh, Biden, Biden made his little trip to Kiev, um, early in the week. And, uh, late in the week, we had the one year anniversary of, uh, the one year anniversary of Russia's all out invasion. I don't want to say the anniversary of the invasion because really it was years and years and years ago when they in when well, they took Crimea. over Ukraine, well, uh, the Crimea. So it's not really the anniversary of a Russian invasion, but the Russian escalation. Yes. yes. There you go. Um, uh, and so uh, I, I don't know where you want, where you want to start. Um, where do we want to start? Uh, well, let's start up with, uh, well, what just happened in terms of Biden going up to uh, 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 Kiev and you know making that that uh, that 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 you know the train ride and the whole thing they kept it secret. Yeah, to, I mean to, to go there and and, and you know I I know an, uh, I heard a bunch of people being like this was such a surprise. I remember when they first mentioned that he was going to Poland. My immediate reaction was. And Ukraine. Of course he's going to try to go to Ukraine. Like, now, I fully believe, like, the details wouldn't be set up and finalized and the final decision made probably until only hours in advance. And I think it was like, you know, uh, what I read was it was like maybe 48 hours in advance where the final call was made. But of course he was going to try to go. You know, the only question was like, would the security situation at the time allow that to happen? So, yeah, I mean, they made the, it was a quote unquote surprise, but it was kind of an expected surprise. I would have actually been surprised if he 
didn't at least make an attempt to go into Ukraine, either just barely across the border or all the way to Kiev, it would have had to been like a day where, like if the Russians had been actively like sending missiles into Kiev, like that morning, they wouldn't have done it. But- well, here, it, it, well, here's the thing. I, 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 I must admit, I, I, I had heard a, at a high level, I know I'd heard the mentions about him going over there, or whatever. But I had not been paying that much attention, or, and I know I'd heard a little bit about uh, about this whole thing about him going over there. But I was not paying that much attention to this whole thing. But I guess my my surprise, I guess to a certain extent, is that um, he did wind up taking this train ride, which. Man, it took a long time. It was a 10-hour ride from uh, across the border in Poland to Kiev. Yeah, and I guess I was, to a certain extent, I I thought I heard that they warned the Russians. They did. This is one of those security things where rather than trying to keep it in total secrecy, I mean, they, they didn't tell very many people. But one of the people they did tell is they called up the freaking Russians and said, Joe Biden is going to be on this train at this time going this route. Do not fuck with us. Right. You know, which, and, 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 and that left me thinking, to be honest, that why didn't he just fly? Because, yeah, you know, if, if you're going to give that a heads up, because this, this 20 hours round trip, I mean, well, you know, the, the other, well just, you know, I mean, I guess the thing is there, it is not a fully controlled situation. The command and control well, on the I, Russian I guess side I, isn't I guess necessarily that like, great. I mean, because I, I mean, I would have thought, okay, we'll fly in, but we'll fly in with, you know, 10 F-22s, you know. <laughs> yeah, we're not participating in the war, but we are like in a tight circle around Air Force One. You know? Exactly. Yeah. You know, you're not, you know, you, you know, I, I mean, basically, you know, yeah, you, you know, there, there isn't the freaking missile that's getting, you know, you know, sneaking through anything, you know, that's what I would have. You know, I, I, I'm sure they evaluated all of those options and you know, decided on this as the one that made sense. There were some pictures from inside the train. It looked like a nice train. It looked, it looked amazing. I mean, the train looked awesome. I mean, I don't, don't get me wrong. I mean, I saw the damn train. I was like, whoa, this is actually, Jesus, this looks really good. Um, I heard people calling it Train Force One. Yeah. And and I, I, I figured they, they probably had some air cover as well. I mean, you know, this thing wasn't just going, you know. Yeah, the, the, it hasn't been disclosed, but. Yeah, you. I mean, it makes sense that there's yeah, no yeah, way well, that they were just two, like the the whole warning to the Russians puts a spin on it. Like the two ways you would normally do this are either you come in super heavily guarded and obvious, or you try to go in completely stealth and you don't have any of that stuff because you're. But you, you could, but because the, they told the Russians, I kind of assumed they would be somewhere in between. Yeah, I mean, you you, you know. You probably, I'm going to guess that they warned the Russians because there had to be, they couldn't have gone in just totally stealth because you didn't want to be just be exposed. You know, if you had to do something, you needed to be, have the ability to do something. Okay. Uh, But at the same time, you would tell the Russians, because if you saw this mass of helicopters, things or whatever, just going like all of a sudden you're like, well, what the hell is going on? I'm like, well. You know, you need to say something, I guess. Yeah. 
Very so, tough balancing act indeed. But, you know, he went there. He went there, and then they were at that conference in Poland talking about the situation and everything. I mean, uh, the the, the bottom line is that, uh, you know, the U.S. and NATO have, and other Western powers, have have continued to express their, their support and that more support is coming and we'll do what we need to do. Zelensky keeps asking for more. And there's always sort of a line that the everyone's going up to, but not pat up to, but not passing. But that line tent seems keeps to moving. keeps moving. Uh, you know, the most recent thing being tanks, uh, M1 Abram tanks, right. and some other yeah. tanks from uh, uh, from Germany, and uh, and I think from Poland as well. You know, so the the ante keeps getting upped. You know. Um, and, um, yeah, uh, but it, it's still continuing. Now the situation on the ground, it has been winter, but we've pretty much not seen any really significant changes in the line of control in, since the big Ukrainian counteroffensive, uh, at the end of last year, like November or something was when that was happening. Well, now, here's since, one since thing that the, just happened. Wait, wait, I, I was going to say yeah, this since, since then. The Russians have made some territorial gains. I haven't seen any territorial gains for the Ukrainians in a while, but they've been really sort of minor and around the edges. And everybody's been talking about how the this big Russian offensive was probably going to be timed along with this anniversary. And I guess it's it's not too late. Uh, but then other people have saying, well, you know, actually the Russian offensive kind of started already. It's just going very badly for them. That's that's exactly what's going on. I mean, that offensive has been just not going well. You I know, mean, part from, of the from what, I, from what I've heard, the, the, ba- the basic situation is that the Russians are throwing tons and tons of soldiers at the front lines, and they're getting decimated and killed, but not making making very Any little progress whatsoever. Yeah, right. Yeah, now not you, exactly a great gr- great plan. I now mean, you keep I, hearing and it's not just soldiers. You keep hearing they're softening I mean, it up for the really good soldiers who are going to come later. <laughs> ah, yes, that's a you know, yes, it's you know, um, uh, yeah. Look, what the hell? Over the last year, we are at a year right now. A year. Mm-hmm. What makes me believe that there are any fucking good soldiers left for them to throw at this? Oh, we're saving them for now. You know, waiting up a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just really saving them for now. What the hell? And the new equipment. Oh, yes. Yes, the new equipment, of course. Right. That that they're apparently trying to get from China. Right. Who offered a piece of Because the, the drones they've been getting from Iran are running out. Yeah. Well, one of the things that people have said is that this sort of pause over the winter, they are using it to resupply, to build more things that have been depleted, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And, and so you could still see, I, I mean, 
I don't want to dismiss the possibility of the Russians doing a major escalation, you know, in the next few days or weeks, they could. It's just like you said, like so far, everything they've tried seems to just be fizzling. It just, the end result is a lot of dead Russians. Um, yeah. And the problem that I've seen people describe is the Ukrainians have been able to hold back all of these offensives so far, or at least make them very limited. However, the Ukrainians in the process, first, they are losing people, but they are, all, yeah. which is the most important, but they are also running perilously low on supplies at times. And that's why Zelensky keeps saying, you gotta keep giving us stuff. You know, everything from, you know, from missiles to bullets right. to armor to whatever, because we're using this stuff up. Like we're, we're, we're holding the Russians at where they are roughly, but it's taking quite a lot to do that. And if the supplies stop coming, then we're fucked. I'm looking, there is a, um, there is a chart Okay, that the economist has related to the war um, that basically shows changes in territory uh, by square kilometers. Okay, mm-hmm. dating back to the beginning of the war, and it shows that basically uh, during this offensive, it, 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 it's basically any any gains have been literally like it, 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 imperceptible. I mean, just just yeah. nothing that could be measured. It's just. I- imperceptible um you know it, it, it's just uh it it, it is really i mean really, everyone describes um, this as ever since the end of that last ukrainian counteroffensive um that we're basically in world war one style yeah, trench warfare yeah. where they are fighting over yards yeah and i mean the, the it shows how the ukrainians regain territory you know back in um uh april uh last year a ton of it uh, okay and then september october november you know last year when they did that offensive they gained a whole bunch of territory back but since then it's like you just said it's it it's yeah you know, it, it it's just no change at all um you know so so that's really uh uh we're we're we are with that right now and whatever they're doing is um uh, you know to me it just seems like more control propaganda i mean (laughs) by by putin to to russians uh it's just you know i mean (laughs) these the war is going good. Everything's great. Whatever. What I, I don't understand how anybody in Russia still at this moment, given how he had uh, presented Russia's military capabilities at the beginning of this, right now thinks that that anything that Putin said about their capabilities is not a complete bunch of bullshit because Ukraine is a tiny country that really didn't have a big military. And basically they just were unable to 
to attack that. I mean, imagine I mean going, say, after you know, anybody that had an actually capable military. I mean, it would just be it would, it would be it would be a complete disaster to them. So huh. so anyway, um Yeah. I I mean the 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 thing is right now, I mean we're at the one year mark with things how they're going now, I mean, I remember early in the war, you're like, this will be done in 90 days. You know, and of course, people were like, when at the very beginning, they're like, the Russians will take over the whole country in five days. In two weeks. Right. In two weeks. Uh, yeah, a week. Yeah. Yeah. And, and and then, you know, we're thinking, okay, well, at, at some point, like the Russians are in trouble, they're depleting, and they did do a major retreat. Uh, but we're hanging on, we're doing this and both sides are, there's no sign of an end here, you know? Um, and it, it, it may be, this has the possibility of being one of those things that goes on for years. Yeah. Now it, oh yeah. It also has the possibility like these things often do that just at some random moment, boom, things collapse and it's over. Yep. You know, or, yep. or both sides decide to just fire, you know, sign a ceasefire, say the current line of control is it, forget it, that's it, we're done, let's just stop fighting, and yeah, okay, Russia gained some territory. You know, that's one possibility. The other possibility is Russia does, like, sort of fall apart at some point and just do a running retreat, um, or, you know, Putin could be replaced and and the new guy- Or dies. Or, or dies and the new guy pulls out or the new guy escalates. Who the fuck knows? There's a huge range of possibilities. But one of the possibilities is that this kind of basically stalemate situation just continues for years. Because if you remember, in the time period between when the Russians took over Crimea and the invasion a year ago, I mean, basically, there was a stalemate in the eastern part of Ukraine where there was ongoing fighting for years and years, but with nobody really making any progress. You know, this stalemate, what you talked about, brought to my mind another war that happened. Well, we'll weep it alive, which was the Iran-Iraq war. Mm. Okay. And I was looking at how long the Iran-Iraq war Lasted. I know it took a long time, but I, I I look it up just to get the correct information. Seven years, ten months. Mm. Okay, I mean that that was literally like this a stalemate. I mean, you know, seven years, ten months. I mean, holy shit, that was a long damn ass war. I mean, and when things get into a certain pattern, you can have these things yeah. just stretch out now. I mean, and, the, and the, by the way, the, the casualties overall, both sides at the end of the war estimated, it, it varies. I mean, I'll take the high end estimate, which is probably right. I'm, I'm going to say 1.1 million right. casualties. Hey, Jesus, seven years of this shit. Um, and the combined financial losses both for, suffered by both combatants is believed to have exceeded $1 trillion. <laughs> I, 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 
I mean, it's very possible this could drag out into this. Hell, the Russians were in Afghanistan for how freaking long, too? Yeah. It's like 10 years. Well, you, you can talk about, you know, the Russians in Afghanistan, us in Afghanistan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, there are a lot of conflicts that have lasted for many, right. many years. Uh, yeah. If you look at history and some of them are. You know, and they, you know, they'll flare up and it'll get a little bit quieter and then it'll flare up. Uh, But there's a baseline of, you know, there's no point where you say it's over for years and years and years. Yep. 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 It just drags on and on and on. I I just, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I know people like, I don't, people met the Chinese offer of some kind of uh, a 12 point ceasefire to, you know, they dismissed it uh, outright. And I understand, I, I, I understand that there was a lot of points in that, that were unacceptable. Um, But I do think that what it did show was that the Chinese are not, planning on going and saying Putin you're a boy yes here you go have all the military equipment you want you know here we go you can do whatever I I, I don't I don't really see that it, they don't want to do that they they, they, they have not it, I, they may be providing some stuff like in in like small amounts but they're not you know they're not planning to arm you know uh, Putin, so he could just drag this on forever, and and I I think that that pronouncement itself of a uh, calling for a ceasefire is not definitely a message that Putin wanted out there. Mm. That's for sure. I mean, yeah, I mean, hey, you know, let's stop. No, that 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 definitely was not aligned to him. And I think it was meant to show everybody that, look, we're making our own call. It's not, Putin's not telling us what to do. The West's not telling us what to do. We're, well, and I, we're going to do what I've the fuck I've seen reporting of uh, opinions similar to that in other parts of the world, uh, you know, in, in Africa, in other parts of Asia, et cetera, where, you know, the opinion is sort of, it, it, it's not, it's not the Western Oh my God, Russia invaded. They need to like leave everywhere. Right. The Ukrainians are clearly right. Whatever. It's just sort of like, whatever you guys are fighting about, just stop. Right. You know, just whatever's, whatever's the quickest way to a ceasefire. Like if, you know, just, just do that. Just stop the killing. Right. right. And right. I can certainly understand where that perspective comes from. But at the same time, I look at this and I think a, a couple of things. One, I think it actually is important to enforce the norm that territory doesn't change hands by force. Like, right. you know, and I know you can look at, you know, hey, Americans have invaded a bunch of shit over the years, too. You know, and I don't um, disagree, uh, you know, but I think it's an important norm anyway that, you know, this is this is not an acceptable way, because if if you let it go unchallenged then you can easily see 
either Putin himself or other people elsewhere in the globe saying, well, you know, we might as well. I mean, it used to be the normal operation of business prior to World War II, right? Yeah. You know, countries totally. did this all the fucking time. Like, you know, you want this piece of land? Go go drive your army in there and take it. Take you know? it. Yep. And but we've tried to move past that. And I think it's important to stay past that. Um, and so I think to one degree, like just having that core principle is worth something. And yes, and uh, I don't know how much and how many people w- should die for that principle, uh, but I think it's important. The other is uh, uh, well, the other is well, just you. The other argument is that if you don't hold that principle, then you're inviting more war and yes. more death. I- exactly. But the, and then also the part of it is like, you know, lots of people try to frame this as a Russia versus NATO or v- Russia versus America thing. I think you have to give the Ukrainians, the ultimate decision-making power on this. Like if the Ukrainians decide that they are ready to trade territory for peace, then that's up to the Ukrainians, but nobody should be making that decision for them. And then you look at all the atrocities that were found in places where the Ukrainians did take back control from the Russians. And you completely understand why that hardens them into not one inch. No, you, right. you, we we not one inch. We need it all back, including Crimea, because this is yeah. You know, there's no way we can trust any peace based on what right. we right. Exactly. How could you trust any peace? I mean that, and that's that. That's the reality. That's the problem. Um, you know that it, it is very difficult to do that unless um, you go and. Uh, you would have to broker any peace, I believe, with some kind of peacekeeping force. I, I don't, I don't see how you could trust one without it. Yeah, and the problem is, what kind of force could you possibly construct that would be acceptable to both sides? Right. Yeah. You know, it's not like you're going to put NATO in there. No, you no, know? no, no. It, uh, yeah. And and, no, if you, and if you get like random troops from some small country elsewhere in the world, then what the fuck are they actually going to do if Russia decides to do it again? You know, you, no, I get that. you, you need something that some has kind of, uh, I mean, you almost wind up like having to build something like the DMZ. Seriously. Yeah. What? But the the problem is the you know we got the contested territory here is all like populated. No, I <laughs> I get that, but, but yeah. No, no, what I'm saying. Well, I'm not saying right now where the lines are. I know, drawn. I know. You're, you 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 could you could build a wall. You could build a DMZ along whatever was build the negotiated the boundary. Yes. There you go. Anyway, go back to walls. Listen, we can set the sections of wall that are, uh. You know, that, that, that are over at, um, you know, that, that we have in, in Texas and whatever that they built, we just ship them over there. Yeah. I mean, we could do that. No, sure. Sure. I mean, you want to, you know, just put them on some ships, send them over there. No. Yeah. No. No. Anyway. Anything else on Ukraine? 
uh, uh, anything else on Ukraine. Not that I can think of right now. Okay, so let's take another break in that case, and we will come back and talk about um, having a little national divorce. Back after this. I was at a booth, and there was this guy who was, there's stuff, but he was, he couldn't properly, he could do programs that did programs, um, that wrote programs and modified programs and stuff, but he couldn't do it properly for iTunes because it couldn't support old versions of the iPhone properly. <laughs> it could do new versions, but not old, old versions. And I was going to talk to him about making something that worked with the new versions only, but he was scowling at me. <laughs> and somehow we were all there at this sort of exhibition thing. And the... The person who's physics girl from YouTube was there giving a speech or something. <laughs> and the person I was with said, she's like you, but for something. It wasn't physics, though. And I was like, well, not really. But that was before the part with the guy with the phone. And there was more before that, but I don't really remember stuff before that anymore. And there were people with me, I think, including you, but I don't know. Bye. And that was Apple Dream 5. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, yes. A- A- Apple Dream 5 itself might be enough to initiate a national divorce. I don't know. <laughs> okay. So national divorce. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene came out with a little tweet or statement or something. I don't even know. And I don't have it in front of me, but basically she's like, I'm done with this. We need a national divorce. And then later she followed up with stuff about, well, people from blue States could still move to our States, but they shouldn't be able to vote for five years. Tragically. I think we, okay. Tragically comma. I think we comma the left and right comma have reached irreconcilable differences, comma, Green wrote a few days ago on Twitter. I'll speak for the right and say we're absolutely disgusted and fed up with the left cramming and forcing their ways on us and our children with no respect for our religion, faith, traditional values, and economic and government policy beliefs. Uh, And how will this national divorce work in practice? Green says that red and states and blue states will simply go their separate ways. Uh, Red states would likely ban all gender lies and confusing theories, drag queen story times, and LGBTQ indoctrinating teachers, and China's money and influence in our education while the blue states could have controlled government, government controlled gender transition schools. (laughs) Really? I didn't realize that that was something that we've been advocating for. Do we have government-controlled gender transition schools? You, you know, that's, that's one way to make an all-girls school. <laughs> you don't you don't recruit only girls. You take anybody. You know, but. Oh, okay. You transition them into women. Okay, I see. Uh, law-abiding gun owners wouldn't go to jail for shooting an attacker. 
while in blue states? What? The left could achieve their dreams of total and complete lawlessness. Um, uh, let's see. This continues. In I red know that's states, my dream. God, no, that's why. Well, yeah, I know. I've been, I've been dreaming about that forever. In red states, Green wrote, they would likely pursue one day elections with paper ballots and require voter ID with only the red state citizens or even red state taxpayers voting. Oh, so she's going back to the poll tax. Uh, and blue states would be free to allow illegal aliens from all over the world. To vote freely and frequently in their elections, like the D.C. City Council once. They did? They passed, you know. Dead people could still vote. Criminals in jail could vote. Actually, criminals in jail do vote in a whole bunch of places. I don't see that big a deal. And, with it. And, I think that, and I think that's fine, actually. But go, exactly. go ahead. Could vote that. It, that is if blue states even have jails or prisons anymore. Um. Uh, I mean, look, I-, I actually just want a national divorce just so I don't have to listen to this fucking bitch spew all so much nonsense. I mean, really? Just, okay, this is, it, listen, you want to live in your alternate reality, idiotic, fucking psychopath world? Go! Jesus, just, God, fuck! I mean, good God, who the hell wants to be associated with this shit? Apparently a lot of people. Yes. So here, here's the thing. I, and, and over the years, I've heard a number of uh, folks on the left, and hell, I've even said it jokingly a couple times, say, this is fine. Fucking leave. <laughs> you know? We don't want you either. Um, however, the real problem with this, well, there are many, many problems. Uh, yes, there's a lot of problems. There are a lot of problems. But let, let's let's start with this. For, well, first of all, Marjorie Taylor Greene, if, if, what do you base it on? Is it the last presidential election? Then her state of Georgia is a blue fucking state. I know. <laughs> now, of course, she doesn't believe it is. Because of course it was stolen, but right because that because she's going to go back to the paper ballots. What the hell was it? Uh, yeah, you know. But yeah. It, in any case, but if but even aside from that, like there there's some states that are purple, and how do you decide them? And blah blah blah. But the, I say there's some states that are purple, but the reality is all in almost every state of the country, like whoever the the wrong choice is still a substantial minority it's it's not like you know we've got many states that are 90 10 right you know i mean listen even and we got states that swing back and forth look this damn state florida went and voted for obama 2008 2012 you know the the vote in 2016 was like you know i mean we've had like yeah but here's my example here's my example even wyoming which is the uh-huh. reddest fucking state in the country. Yeah. 27% of the people voted for Biden. Right. Like, th- this is not like, 
you think red state, blue state, it's not really like that. They're all. Oh, no, I know. I know. I know. But even more so. For example, even forget about the state, right? Think about us. Think about a place like Georgia, right? Right. I mean, what, what you know, Jesus, you know, the, the biggest city in her damn state is fucking blue. Right. Like bright blue. Well, and that's true almost everywhere because the real divide right. is not between states. It's the cities are blue and I mean, the Dallas, rural areas are red. Houston, you know, San Antonio. I mean, what the hell? What are you going to do? It's just. It's just so insane. And, 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 all- and, I, and, and but, but my whole thing is that, you know, how do you take my, my whole thing about her saying anything? We're, we're having a serious discussion about this. How do you take any of the bullshit that she says seriously? Right. But it's just spun with this many lies. It starts with all the lies, all these stupid exaggerations. And then, you know, and then all the shit that she does that just shows. I mean, fuck, man. She wants poll taxes. She wants fucking poll taxes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just like, by God. The 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 other part is, of course, like if you were going to do something like this, if, if you were actually going to try to do it, there would be so many people who felt like they had to leave. Okay. Yeah. And so do you set up like, what, what what are the immigration rules between red America and blue America? Do you have, do you, do you have help to get these people to leave? I mean, like, hell, you know, she probably doesn't want any gay people in red America. Is she going to pay for them all to move to California or uh, elsewhere in blue America? Right. Or are they going to violently expel them? I don't know. Like, yeah, th- this kind of thing just lead. Th- there is no way that this kind of thing turns out well. I, I mean, I no. keep, I keep thinking no. of the example of the separation of India. Mm. You know, well, I was thinking more like uh, Yugoslavia. Uh, that too. Um, Fuck that. That it, it, yeah. Okay. Either one of those cases took people that used to be intermingled. And essentially said that going forward, you need to be separate. And if you're in the wrong place, you need to get the fuck out. Yeah. And it was a bloodbath. Yeah. And if you try to do something like this, I don't see how you ended up end up without it being a bloodbath. No, um, I know. And and then also, let, let's just talk. Yeah, you you already mentioned like all the big cities are blue, but even if you cut it state by state, most of the red states are the ones that you know. If you look at where tax revenue comes in and out of the federal government, they're all the money flow is from blue states to red states. Oh yeah, to subsidize oh, yeah. them and give them. Well, that's one reason why I'm like, oh fuck you, uh, fuck you. You know, you, that's the way you want it. Okay, great. Good luck with your economy, shitheads. I, oh, of course, you're you're in Florida. You'd be with the Reds. I have to move. <laughs> but you know, move to, and, fucking move to California. What the fuck am I supposed to do? I'll move to Georgia. I mean, it's close. No, I don't want to fucking move. I'll yeah. move. Oh no, no! I'll move to fuck. I'll move to Puerto Rico. <laughs> I'll go back to hell. Uh, so, you know, like really, what would what would the economy of only the red states look like? They that would not. They'd you know, trouble. The blue, hey, blue states would make Puerto Rico a state. Yeah. 
Oh, that big fuck. That big, that, yes. I'll, I'll go back. I guess I'll go. I'll go back. <laughs> um. Anyway, ob- obviously this isn't. Uh, on the one hand, it's not a serious proposition, but the fact that someone who is extremely prominent at this point in the Republican caucus in Congress, who, because of the closely divided House and the deals that were made to make Kevin McCarthy speaker, this woman actually has a lot of influence. A lot of right? power. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. And And so... You can't just ignore what she says because you realize that there are a lot of people. I think the important things are are the things that she keeps saying that we're cramming down people, right? Well, and like, of course they want they want to cram all other gender down. lies and confuse all gender lies. I mean the gender lies. I mean the fact that that that. You know, sexual identity is something that, you know, is is a question for a lot of people and that, you know, they, they you know, that binary sexuality isn't like, you know, it, it, it is the fact that talking about about your sexuality is some kind of uh confusion that is being just crammed down their their their, their throat is just bullshit the, the, no, line number two drag queen story times for real lgbtq indoctrinating teachers i mean it, 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 you know china's money I, I i i that's a throwaway line i mean I, I'm not even taking it seriously uh, an influence in our education. I'm not sure what China's money has, whatever. Uh, while blue states have government-controlled gender transition schools. What the fuck are government... Sam, what? I mean, what is this shit? What reality are they living in? It is not a reality. I... Fuck! Now, now, what, what now, world are they leave, living in? Now, to be hell, you know, the, the ba- I, I know the, that I go all day talking around to my friends about, hey, you know, when are we setting up the government-controlled gender transition schools program? Well, all all of that stuff is obviously a fantasy, but the the key element it is actually true that blue America in general wants to respect people's ability to make their own choices in these areas no, and to that, be but, left but alone. They and they think, don't want yeah, that. They, they want and, to, uh, they and want what, to control what, all that. Here's the thing, but they're the ones that talk about freedom. Uh-huh. <laughs> not, not freedom to be transgender, not freedom to be gay, not that freedom, not this freedom, not that freedom. No. Right. No respect for religion and faith and traditional values. You know, what are the traditional values she's talking about? Look, if we were so fucking traditional, why don't you go back to the fucking kitchen? Okay, you know, and stay over there and let your fucking husband work over there. What 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 does she does? What hey, that's what she, that's the tradition she wants. She shouldn't be out there. She should be, she should go home and shut up and be in the fucking kitchen and have 
you know, have the meal ready. And what, what is it that I heard some guys say that because the reason that the men right now don't feel respected is because the the woman isn't, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, when they come home praising them or whatever, whatnot, and like giving them, you know, having their meal ready and I don't know what other horse shit, you know, these assholes think. <laughs> You know, maybe she should, you know, it, I, I tell her, hey, so what the, you know, the first thing to go tell her, so what the fuck are you doing here? If you want a tradition, go, go back to the fucking kitchen. You shut the fuck up, right? Because she should be shutting the fuck up because she's a woman. So I've got to respect the traditional values. Traditional values is that she should be in the kitchen and shutting the fuck up. Start off with that. Well, when, whenever you hear conversations about that in terms of like religious freedom, traditional values, et cetera, it's obviously a very, very selective reading of what that is. Like they want freedom of religion only to be the specific kind of religion they want. That they want. You know, like there's so many times you can freedom. You see some of the arguments that they make about like, well, of course we should be able to pray in school, blah, blah, blah. And then you're like, well, Muslims too. Right. And they're like, (gasps) Oh, exactly. I didn't mean that. Right. You know, so <laughs> law abiding gun owners wouldn't go to jail for shooting an attacker. You know, th- this sounds like such a great idea. Hey, you know, we're not going to throw anybody in jail that shoots somebody. It's good. It's good. 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 And, you know, the left could achieve their dreams of total complete lawlessness. Can I ask you a question? Which one sounds more lawless? <laughs> I mean, you know. Because I don't know about you, but if you're going to tell me that if I get a gun license and basically I shoot somebody and I'm not going to go to jail, that really sounds pretty lawless to me. Uh, yep. Anyway, but but the, the things she's calling out, hyperbole uh-huh. aside, do represent actual philosophical differences between that we have a big separation in this country. I mean, I, I remember saying before like when we're talking about you know the the the, the quote unquote culture war this is something with it, it is it is a real conflict of values across the left right divide that there are things that just are not compatible there's not like a compromise halfway in between one point of view or the other is going to win out but the problem is it is it, just let's be clear is is the concept of what freedom means because you know if you don't have freedom of expression and expressing your sexuality is freedom of expression i i thought it was just not having your stuff like not promoted on twitter oh that's what it is i forgot about that shadow banning yeah, if you're shadow banned, you've lost all your freedom in the world, and so that's what matters. I, I don't know what you're talking about. About it. Oh well, yeah. You know, freedom to exercise your religion, freedom to yeah. And, and by the way, just on freedom to exercise your religion, the key part that they always miss is you can be free to exercise your religion all you want. That doesn't mean you can impose that religion on others, right? That's it. Of of course, they feel that by us saying that, yes, transgender people should be treated with respect and all that, that we're imposing our values and religion on them. 
I, it's, I, you know, these people have such a, I mean, they, you know, like I said, this whole thing here, it's this line here, the traditional values. I mean, they, they, they want, I mean, she talked about basically, go, you know, voting at only taxpaying vote, you know, only taxpayers vote. Mm-hmm. I, I just, you know. They they want something that really is so anti freedom and anti democracy. It's it's sick, and yet they they defend it under the shroud of defending those two. I mean, it really is sort of. I mean, it's it's white Christian nationalist. It is. Yep. Um, yep. It yep. is reactionary to the extreme in terms of like, you know, people kept asking, make, make America great again. Well, when was it great? What do you want to go back to? Right. And, and it it's absolutely clear. The answer is we want to go back to when it was white men in charge, white Christian men in charge, and we didn't have to listen to anybody else. We didn't have to pay attention to anybody, to anybody else. Right. We didn't have to care what the black people thought. Because we were in charge, not them, or whatever, you know, or and, uh, Hispanic, Latino, or Latino. yes, yes, none of that, n- none of that. I mean, and right. you know, and and this is even when you, and of course, people will say, well, you know, but there are there are blacks, there are Hispanics, there are women that are espousing these views, and it's it's not that they don't specifically want to be part of who's in charge. It's that they want to go back to that overall default of like, this is how society is structured. And there's a natural hierarchy that should exist. And society should be structured around that, which is completely anathema to everything that I grew up with as what the values of this country should be. That, and I say should be because we've never freaking lived up to it and we still don't, but we were at least making some progress. These guys just want to roll back all of that progress. Yeah. All, all of it, basically. Yeah. All, all of it. <sighs> okay. So uh, we agree national divorce is good. Kick out all the red states. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That That's the plan. Yep. That's the plan. And no bloodshed will be involved in that, I'm sure. <laughs> It'll just be nice and peaceful. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Every, I, I, yeah. No. And it's because everything's mixed and the my yeah, the the like I said, like even Wyoming has twenty seven percent Democrats, you know? Yeah. It's yeah, it's just I know. And and you know, you re- reverse that too if you want to go the other direction, right? Like the bluest yeah. state has tons of, of red of, folks. Republic. Yes, absolutely. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Let's see what what what's that number? Let's see. Well, DC only has five point four percent Republicans. But if you- ah, we could well, <laughs> we could just take them all out, just freaking like load them, load them, and you know, 
We'll, we'll put we'll put some symbol on them, load them on a rail car, and ship them out. Anybody do that before? Hmm, I don't know. But like, if you talk about real real states, sorry, I I I, <laughs> I, I believe in DC statehood. I think it should happen. But like, yes. Yeah. But uh, if you go to Vermont, which is the next bluest place after DC, it's yeah. thir- it, I'm rounding to the nearest percentage. All, all these thirty one percent. Uh, Republican. It's that's it, pretty decent it's, number. It's all intermingled, yeah. and that and that's why you're talking about a Yugoslavia situation or an India yeah. India Pakistan situation, because y- you'd have to rip all of that fabric apart. Okay, so yeah, we're not really in favor of the national divorce. No, we're not. We're not. Um. Okay. Are and we? I'm done? not in favor of shipping anybody. You know. Yes. No, 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 none of that. No, none of that. No, no. Okay. Are we done? Yeah, we're done. Okay. So the stuff at the end, curmudgeons-corner.com. You can find all our information there. Uh, You can find Mastodon accounts for myself, Vivan, and the show itself now has one too. Woo. You should go follow it, even though it doesn't like, it's not super active. We just, you know, toot out when the new episodes come out and some other stuff. Maybe we'll find some other stuff to do with it sometime. But if, if people actually talk to us there, we'll talk back. We promise. Um, and also Facebook and email and all that kind of stuff. And of course, our Curmudgeon's Corner Slack. No, no, not the Slack. Our Curmudgeon's Corner Patreon, where you can give us cash money to help with the show. And uh, at various levels, we will mention you on the show. We will ring bells like we did the other week. Um, and, uh, and we will, you know, I, I found another, uh, one of my older bells that was the kind with the handle that you swing. And I, I, I put it on my desk so that I could use it too today, but I, apparently my son stole it again or something. So it's gone. Oh, well. Um, and, uh, you know, at, at, or, or a postcard or a mug or all that kind of thing. But very importantly at $2 a month or more, or. If you just contact us in any of those other ways and ask nicely, we will invite you to our Commudgeon's Corner Slack, where Yvonne and I and a bunch of our listeners listeners are chatting about the news of the day and whatever else is going on and sharing links, all that kind of stuff. It's a lot of fun, and we would like to have more of you. Uh, The more, the merrier. Uh, And so, Yvonne, what are one or two things that we talked about on the Slack this week that we have not talked about on the show? and that our listeners would be excited about Um, or or interested in any way. It doesn't have to be excited. Oh, excited, 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 exciting, exciting, exited. um, Come Oh, 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 yes. Good morning. Good morning. And, and new product announcement this week. We're starting to roll out meta verified. A subscription service that lets you verify your account with a government ID, get a blue badge, get extra impersonation protection against accounts claiming to be you, and get direct access to customer support. This feature is about increasing authenticity, whatever the fuck it is. Authenticity. Uh, authenticity. Just, uh, across our services, Meta Verified starts at $11.99 a month on web or $14.99 a month on iOS. We'll be rolling out in Australia, New Zealand this week, and more countries soon. Did you sign up? I'm not in New Zealand, unfortunately. Oh, I forgot about that. You know, 
I wouldn't mind living in New Zealand. It seems like a nice place. It does seem like a very nice place. I'll tell you what, you know, maybe this red state blue thing what doesn't work, whatever. Maybe that's where, where we should, uh, you know, um, yeah, that's that's a place we consider emigrating. I, I, I like it. It's nice. It looks nice. Although apparently they've got, you know, they've got some pretty stick, strict rules. They don't want like the Americans just flooding in there. Yeah. Well. Anyway. Yeah. Um. This is Zuckerberg's response to Elon's thing. And yeah, I don't know. I just, it, it, it seems just as backwards for Facebook as it is for Twitter. Um, I, I can see the value of some of those protections for some, you know, you know, for very popular accounts, you know, like if you're a major celebrity, whatever, maybe, I don't know, but then really, do you want to charge them 12 bucks a month? You know, it's stupid. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, especially if you're going to get like, I don't, I mean, major companies, social media influencers, I guess, but it doesn't seem like a big revenue getter. That's all I can say. In the meantime, you know, it yeah. probably pisses people off and it's the kind of thing that if this kind of security does really matter, why not just make it the default for everybody? You know, mm-hmm. it's the same. Yeah. Anyway, uh, it, it, you know, I, we've talked over and over again about how, um, you know, we've moved from Twitter to Mastodon and blah, blah, blah. I am, I'm getting less and less value out of Facebook over time. And so I, this week I made the step of turning off notifications. I'm not like not going to Facebook. I'm not deleting my account. None of that crap. I'm just not letting it like try to suck me in. I'll, I go there. I'll go there when I feel like going there to check something. Oh yeah. Like notifications like to pop up on, on, on like your, you know, on my phone. On notifi- stuff, yes. Oh shit. I've never had, Oh God. I've always had those turned off. Yeah, no, I have, well, I had them on and I had them initially set to like, you know, pick a handful of relatives and friends that I wanted an alert when they posted something. And I tried to set it up like that. And, and way back in the day that worked. And so I like over a decade ago, maybe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like way back in the day, uh, (laughs) probably more like 15, uh, but it, it that, that worked for a while and it got me exactly what I wanted, which is if this set of people posts, then I want to hear about it because I want to go read and see what they said. But as far as I can tell, you can't reliably even set that up anymore. No, there's you, you get random shit and all kinds of stuff. And if, if there is a way it's buried and they make it hard, you know, and it, it's... <laughs> Screw it. So yeah, I, turn- I have all notifications turned off. I've had those for a while. Yeah, I turned off all, 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 all notifications everywhere or just Facebook? All Facebook notifications okay, yeah. are turned off. I, 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 I turn- or, or Instagram notifications. Or yeah, like I, t- I turned those off. Notifications. Off we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll see. Yeah. I, I've probably already been looking at it less. Because, I mean, the thing was, every time I was notified, you know, nine times out of ten, it was shit I didn't want and didn't want to care about, you know, and whatever. And it wasn't the things from my friends and family that I did want to see, which Facebook apparently now, like you have to go digging for that shit. 
Like if you actually want to know if Aunt Velma posted something, you have to go looking for it. It's not going to push that into your feed. You know, I don't know. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying my Mastodon. I am out of Twitter. I am reducing my Facebook. I don't know what else. Anyway. I, I like, I'm, I'm enjoying my Mastodon. I, 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 I had gotten an email like this week from, uh, the people that run our, the instance I'm in talking mm-hmm. about, uh, the transition and how people came in and how many people went back and what the complaints that they had or so forth. Um, and it, 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 you know, I, you know, uh, let me actually pull it up because it was interesting. Well, while you're um, doing that, the one thing you know, I, I have it, say, I have it here. Okay, I just oh, want to say oh. this. Cause I forgot to say it last week when I was mentioning yeah. the things the things that I'm still not getting from Mastodon, you know, I mentioned breaking news and a few other things, and we talked about how they're getting better. The other thing that is very noticeable, slowly improving, but still very noticeable, uh, my Twitter, my Mastodon feed is still much whiter than my Twitter feed was because a lot of the people of color that I was, were following, a lot of the people of color that I was following on Twitter uh, have not moved over yet. They're one of the groups that are, to a greater extent, sticking around Twitter until it dies. Um, and I miss that. Like, uh, and, and I, I just notice it in the mix of what I'm seeing. Is it's just, I'm not saying there are no black people. I'm not saying there are no other ethnicities. It's just the percentage that is just like white guys is more than it was for me on Twitter. Okay, go ahead. Ah, uh, uh, well, here's, here's what, here's, um, you know, they, they, they wrote this note, which is pretty cool. Things have quieted down since the rapid scaling up that occurred in November, December, 2022. We've settled into a good routine and our folks in, the, in our community are enjoying it. No one could have anticipated what, what happened with Twitter uh, but it looks like a majority of folks that tried Mastodon have shown incredible forgiveness and returned to support Twitter as it evolves into its next step, next stage. I mean, I, I don't know if that part is accurate, but that's the impression that they got uh, at this point. That I, I think I, I don't know what the percentage of people are that tried it and went back. I'm not sure uh, because because the number of users for Mastodon has still been growing. Yeah. you know, daily active users. So therefore I, I'm just not sure how many are like, Oh, logged ones. Uh, okay. I don't want this. I'll go back. So but lessons, some of the lessons learned after talking with many of you and not a non-commercial zero advertising approach. Isn't important. Many folks have expressed that they accept advertising as a way for a site to generate revenue mm. and even expect advertisements when they use social media. Some have even stated that they want to use advertising themselves and find Mastodon communities to be very hostile towards self-promotion. Yeah. Um, and al- two, an algorithm is better than no algorithm. This was an interesting point that having a third party handle setting a weight of what can be seen and what can be promoted is very important to many of you. You want a social media site that presents content uh, to you based on your activity, relationships, and interests. Mastodon cannot do that. Three, no centralized servers. One of our biggest complaints from new Mastodon users was that they could not find their friends and having multiple server names was confusing and overwhelming. 
In many cases, friends found each uh, found each other by registering on the same server, encouraging centralization. Um, no centralized moderation. On Twitter, moderation is site-wide, where on Mastodon, each community handles its own moderation locally. This is frustrating for some, as each community can set its own rules. While the Mastodon Covenant lays out some principal guidelines, some believe it does not go far enough that individual instances should have third-party moderators. A side effect of this is that some servers become blocked with no recourse by many, therefore isolating their communities. Um, and this is a big one that I see regularly. Delays in propagation. Probably the most noticeable shortcoming, which is incredibly difficult to solve without centralization. This concerns remote follows, notifications, and status messages. Since each server is independent and may be experiencing its own resource limits, it creates an unpredictable variable for delay of delay of propagation. In some cases, a remote server might be so busy that it is unable to process the traffic, and some are delayed or even lost. It also creates inconsistent timelines across all instances. While that in itself benefits the community aspect of each instance, for a Twitter user, disinconsistency and non-uniformity can be very frustrating. Most people want uniformity, branding, and content consistency, which only centralization can provide. Social media and the internet itself is still evolving, and we as human beings are struggling with how we interact with each other globally. The desire for centralization and single branding for social media is quite strong. Mastodon is very much an experiment that allows us to use the internet to communicate and share ideas as decentralized, diverse communities. This concept may be too complex, uh, maybe too complex to achieve, though it may need more time. Hmm. So there you go. So that was the note I got from our interesting and i've I've definitely heard a bunch of those complaints about trying to find people and blah 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 and i i just my personal experience is none of that you know Uh, i agree i'm i'm with you i i I found that i i read it i was like surprised by a lot of the you know i i mean and and part of this i realize is that by my using a third-party client for almost my entire time with twitter like most of the things that newer users on Twitter were just used to as normal, I actually never experienced. Like well, I always, I always I forced myself. I always forced myself into experience that's more like what Mastodon is. Well, here's the one thing. I, I, you know, for whatever reasons, had uh, I had tried some of the third party clients, and I don't know. I found some. There were some things I didn't like, so I kept using the Twitter client. But I know that for a long time, I had been very bothered by the algorithm of the damn Twitter client. Keeping showing me shit that I didn't want to see. Right. And, and and so the fact that I've gone back to not having to see that shit has actually to me been the total opposite. It's been a relief. Right. Um. So I... You know, and I've been able to find, I don't know, I have people and news and things. The, the one thing I, I will say that, the you know, you say about breaking news, breaking news, I, I feel like, like one of the issues is really a lot, especially like depending on the, on when the network is more loaded or not, is that time delay. Mm, um, right. That, that, that is really what's causing it because I've noticed that um, when... You know, when, when the servers are not as uh, loaded, that that 
you're getting somewhere closer and, to and real I think time. you're seeing more of that because you're on a slightly smaller server like I'm on yes. I'm on mastodon.social which was the first it's the biggest it's got the most and so like almost everything gets to there very quickly and sort of if the smaller you're, I imagine all of the problems you're describing are worse the smaller the server you're on is now there yeah. are other benefits for small servers but this is one of the things that may be a downside yeah, because I, I sometimes experience delays where stuff is arriving like about an hour, uh, uh, an hour too late. Wow. Okay. A- after it's happening now, unless, uh, you know, un- unless like right now, uh, there is a delay on the feed of about an hour. Mm. I can see like right now. Um, that would drive. So uh, on, on the, on the, on the federated, uh, but, but you know what I, I, I'm like, well, it, although it, well, I, I will say, I, I, I say that would drive me nuts, but actually in reality, um, the way I've been using Mastodon lately and I, I, I change up it, both Mastodon and previously Twitter. I every few months I change up how I'm using it, but I've, I've been lately just scrolling through everything and picking up from where I left off. So I'm actually often an hour, several hours behind. behind. Yeah. Okay, like so therefore, w- so maybe back, you wouldn't notice what, uh, yeah. Notice I mean, back, back when I was on Twitter, like I had so much coming in that basically whenever I was like more than half an hour behind, I'd immediately just jump up to the top of the timeline and start out again from there. Uh, but mm-hmm. if I go to the top of the timeline, on Mastodon, new things still come in slowly enough that I just literally am waiting for the next thing to come in. Um, right. And I haven't yet flipped my thing. So I go to the top and then go back in time and then go. For, yeah, there are different ways of using it and it, blah, blah, blah. Um, but uh, yeah. So anyway, uh, the one other thing on that, since we're talking the master, we've essentially done an entire social media topic when we were yes. already saying goodbye. Um, but the, well, uh, sorry, but that was like the thing. That's that okay. I that's okay. The, the, thing. the other thing I wanted to mention is that it is actually also very exciting. The number of clients that are out there and the rapid innovation that's happening with them. You know, I've talked up, uh, you know, Tweetbot in the past and ivory, the one that they've uh, done uh, for, for Mastodon. Uh, but there's, there's so many and there I, I I just saw that uh, one called mammoth uh, came out uh, earlier today was fine it had been in beta before it's finally on the app store now uh, I, I I tried it out like a half hour before we were on the show it's pretty good too um, and there's one that's called ice cubes that's pretty cool and and toot is pretty cool and mm-hmm. there are people innovating with I saw someone I haven't seen a final product from him but somebody posted some screenshots of a beta that they were doing that uh, that had a completely different UI where it was more like, you know, like iMessage or, or a texting client where each person you follow was separate and you could go click and to see their tweets. And that was the primary interface. There's somebody else that did uh, another interface with like some kind of bubble thing. And like people are trying out all kinds of innovative stuff and the, the clients that are out there, uh, you know, all of the ones I mentioned, ice cube, mammoth, ivory toot, uh, they've been getting updates like really fast as they add new features and update things and respond to people asking for stuff. Uh, it's, it's just really exciting to see like that variety and like know that, okay, 
Like, I like ivory, but you might like ice cubes better, and that's okay. <laughs> you know, because it's, you know, different people will like different things and have different ideas about what is important to them and the client they're looking at. And you can't get that in a world like Twitter where they've like shut down all alternatives and there's this is the one thing you, you take it or leave it. This is what it is. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. But, but yeah, you know, we got options. We got things. I, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty happy with, 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 uh, how this is working. I, I, I really have lost any desire really to, to, to go back. I will say that I occasionally, you know, one of the things is that, you know, you get other like places where I read news, like Apple news, which I do read, mm-hmm. uh, a, a lot where, you know, some stories will quote a lot of tweets, for example. Yeah. Um, and so I'll read those well, and, when and they're, today, they're like quoted, but that's, but that's about w- today w- in response to something on our curmudgeons corner slack, I went to Google something to get a reference. And the only reference was a thread on Twitter. And I'm like, like, okay, fuck it. I went to Twitter. I quoted the link. I put it into our slack and you know, okay, fine. I'll go, I'll go to Twitter in those kinds of cases if I need to, but like, if that's the only reference that there is to the subject. Yeah, I, 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 I get that, but you know, I mean, but it's not like we're actively using it. It's the only place where something was displayed and it is what it is. I mean, you right. know, like occasionally like in a news story, they will embed, they will embed a video where, you know, something, the video was put on Twitter. Right. And I'm like, fuck, I'll, I'll, I'll click on play on the, <clears throat> on the damn video. It, it, if Twitter happens to be up at that moment. Right. Since well, they're, you know, they're, they're yeah, they're, 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 they're stuff. They're, they're doing stuff. Let me tell you. <laughs> are we done now? Yes. Yvonne? Okay. We are. Uh, yeah. Uh, corner.com. I said that earlier, find all our stuff there. Archives of the show as well. Um, and that's it. Hey, everybody have a great week. Um, stay safe. All of that sort of stuff, and things. we'll. It, what? 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 And, 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 well, Is that things? Things. 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 Yeah, I'm. 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 Things are good. Right? Things are good. I'm confused yeah. again. Goodbye, everybody. Talk to you next week. Goodbye. Bye.